this phone booth, the, the like one man show, good call. Be a great movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> I I wouldn't, wouldn't say that was a good. Movie. So, Minority Report. And welcome hey. to, to the episode four of the Down and Frost podcast. Uh, you have Warren here. Uh, we're also going to be met with Jesse. Hey. Uh, we have Josh here. Hey. And lastly but not least, we do have Guillermo. What's up, guys? But mostly at least. Yeah. But most, yeah. yeah. yeah he's the last one. We, we don't really like him that much. <laughs> uh, today we're actually going to be talking about our feature of actually changing up just a little bit to talk about True Detective, episode, uh, season two, and we're going to talk about the last two episodes. So before we get into that, we will let you know that there's going to be a spoiler first section completely. Yeah, the second season. Yeah. No, but the first two episodes. The first two episodes of the Not the last season. two episodes. What? What? No, what? No, that's the only the only two episodes of season two. Well, by the time this airs, like, you what know. are you talking about? Yeah, You're like, come on. So let's actually get into a little bit more of uh, what you watching. So who wants to start? I've been watching a lot of TV because I haven't been able to go to the theaters that much. So I've been watching a lot of TV. Um, I would say halfway through Orange Is the New Black. Oh man, which I like. I don't think it's better or worse than the first two seasons, but it's still pretty good. Um, they're going through the backstories on a lot of the characters that you're like, oh yeah, they're like secondary, but it's still very interesting. Um, we are, well, are you, are you keeping up with the Penny Dreadful? Uh, I've only seen the second episode with you. I haven't no, seen so I saw the third one oh, the yeah? other day. Yeah. Is it good? Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> All right. That show is so good. It, but it's also one of those shows you're like, why is it good? I don't know. But I like it. it I you think know? It, like it's the whole element of like the monsters and like stuff like that, and it's like old time too. So it's just really interesting to see them put those stories and breathe like a new life to it. Kind of like that's why I like Van Helsing. Like that movie overall wasn't the best, but at least you put some new life to like yeah va- like vampires and stuff like that. So yeah, that one was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, what else? I've been playing South Park, which I already told you guys. The stick <laughs> of truth. Did you mention it on the podcast? That you no, I, well, I just started like two or three days ago, which yeah. is pretty good. Uh, it's super funny. If you're a fan of the show, there's so many uh, callbacks to the show. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that yeah. is so good. It's so good. Um, and then I've been to a few shows. Went to see Rush mm. and the Melvins. It was pretty good. How was the Melvins? Yeah. It was that was probably fantastic. crazy. Fantastic. I was not expecting them to be that good. Really? Um, yeah, it was really good. So yeah, that's. Uh, I'll think of something else. <laughs> as as for me, I'm I'm a nerd, so I watch. I, I'm gonna not gonna lie. I watch video game walkthroughs quite a bit. I mean, dude, it's like watching a movie, especially if it's somebody who's like really competent in video games. And like, I'm lazy. I don't want to sit down and put the time into video games. So I watched the entire playthrough of, and Josh will appreciate this, I watched all of Arkham Knight. Is that the newer one? That's the new yes. Batman Arkham like, series. Did people already beat the game? Oh yeah, dude. My guy, my guy beat it. And it was really entertaining. I had a lot of fun watching that. It's Batman gets shit on the video game. And that's all I'm going to say. Like I don't want to spoil it, but that was a lot of fun. And I finished that, and so I wa- I'm right now re-watching uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, nice. Um, I've, this is now probably... I watched it fully once. I watched my favorite episodes at one point, and now I'm just saying, you know what, I'm just going to re-watch the whole thing over again. And it's, it's fun. Like, um, I'm definitely looking at it with rose-colored glasses because I thought it was more fun than it actually is. 
but I'm watching it with more of an animation critique. Like, I, I'm tr- in actually trying to pay attention to how things are animated. Because it's a huge budget anime show. One of the highest anime budgets, like, ever. And so I'm trying to figure out, like, what they did. And, like, it's, it's really interesting to see, like, the production value in it. And that's really how I'm approaching it. Not so much, like, the characters or anything like that. Um, and that's been fun. And I'm, I'm about a quarter of the way through the series right now. Um, but that's what I've been watching. And it's more more for just production value. Cool. Uh, on the other end, I'm, I'm kind of on both of their pages. Except I'm actually playing Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Is it good? going through... Oh, it's amazing. I only played the first game of that series. Arkham Asylum's great. Uh, Arkham City is even better. And this is just, like, the cherry on top. Yeah. And it's so good. Because it combines everything from the other games. And, uh, like, the whole time it's just raining all throughout Arkham. And you get to see every raindrop on Is it going to end suit. in that... Apparently game. it's supposed to end here. I don't know. I haven't finished it yet, so I'm not going to get... So, going no okay. spoilers, but they said that it's going to be the last of the series because they're going to start making movie tie-ins. Oh. So they're going to finish off the Arkham City stuff so that they can make... Because they're bringing out the Batman vs. Superman movie franchise and all that. So they're going to switch gears and have it match with the, the movie stuff. Yeah, whereas this is more like a comic book. Right. Like its, its own... Uh, comic book universe. So, Other than that, I uh, also watched quite a bit of Orange is the New Black season three as well. I, still I don't know how far seen this show. I need Which to like, start seeing it. Orange is the New Black. Yeah, watched... it's good. It's a good show. Have you gotten to uh, the episode with Norma, the woman who doesn't? Yes, talk? that was a really good episode. That's, That's what I'm saying. Great, really so good it's, backstory. It's interesting. Um, I, I also love. I, I love the, uh, the 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 one with they explain the uh, Chow's backstory. That was really good, too. Yeah. They start diving more into each one of the characters, even, like, those obscure, like, character that you might have seen, like, every once in a while, and now they're actually, like, digging into them. It's... I guess I need to start this. Yeah. And I almost <laughs> forgot. I'm five episodes in Sense8. Oh, Sense8. that's right. Okay. Yes. It's, it's interesting-ish. <laughs> it, it... You're going up and down. You're well, the thing is that it's, it's, it's very... Like, I was watching it with my wife, and I'm like, why... Did the Wachowskis go from having very, very interesting dialogue to just degrade into this stupid banter that sometimes doesn't really work? With the Wachowskis, though, with especially with like Speed Racer and um, The Matrix, of course, it's because they had a lot of time to think about it. Especially the first Matrix movie. They had something like two decades worth of like notes and production ideas. Okay. And even with Speed Racer, they... they both admitted that like they had an idea of what they wanted Speed Racer to be like. And so when they made that, they were like, this is what we're going to do, oh my god. Whereas everything else they've ever done, they've done by the seat of their pants, and it really shows. Yeah, I mean, it's... There are... It's a good show, but the, it has parts where you're like, why are they talking that way? I saw the first episode and just very confused. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to even pick it back up. I guess I can need to give every show two episodes now, so I'm going to go back and try to see episode two and see uh, what I think about that. Uh, but for me, what I've been watching is a bunch of movies. Uh, I'll run down a few of the list here. Uh, I saw Me, Earl, and Dying Girl, and I saw that in theaters, and that movie was super sad, but it was really good, and it was very interesting to see how they kind of talk about 
potential like things about dealing with death and uh, I just like it's actually a, a really good sort of motivating movie uh, my favorite character in that movie is Earl so if you do get a chance to watch that movie just like absorb it and it's really awesome so please go go check that out uh, also saw Spy in theaters of Melissa McCarthy uh, Jason Statham was by far the best part of that movie and that's about it that movie was not very good <laughs> <laughs> sorry I don't think that movie is that good maybe it's because of me Maybe I just don't like Melissa McCarthy, but I don't know. I didn't think it was I find her funny. You find her funny? Yeah, I find her funny. Do you find Paul Blart Mall Club too funny? You were dying. You were dying in the watching the trailer. Well, here's the thing. I do like I do like that. Um, uh, what what is it called? Like um, like when the when the what's uh, what's the type of comedy when they fall down or in... fat people fall down? No. Stupid comedy. <laughs> no, it's like it Slapstick. has a name. Uh, whatever. I guess so. It's slapstick. like when they it's, do a lot of like body motions is what it's funny. Yeah, it's slapstick like, oh, I slipped on a banana I'm so peel. Dumb. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's like, I like those. Three Stooges. Are you a Three Stooges fan? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. It's just the way they act is funny. So um, you might actually love Spy, to be completely honest with you. Although they did tone it down a little bit. Yeah. It just felt a lot like them trying to force jokes and just being kind of boring for about like literally a minute or two. And I'm like, okay. Move on to the next scene, please. I'm, I'm done with you. So, that was Spy. Uh, and then lastly, another movie that I actually saw with uh, Lewis in theaters was uh, Dope, which was really cool. Uh, executive producer was uh, Pharrell, and it was actually narr- narrated by Forrest Whitaker. A lot of new, actual actors in that movie, um, but that movie was really great, and it has a really, really cool message, and it talks about uh, this kid that growing up in Inglewood High School and everybody thought he was an actual nerd because he is, but he grows up in a bad neighborhood, gets in trouble with some drug-related issues and trying to figure out, trying to get to Harvard, and that's his actual goal, being a senior in high school, at the same time of trying to figure out how the hell to get himself out of dealing with drugs and whatnot. So it was really interesting to see where, where the movie was going to go. I know a lot of people actually didn't like the trailer. They said that it looked really poor, it looked really terrible, but I... I never saw the trailer. Also, hashtag going commando. Uh, so I don't watch any of these trailers. So I don't want to have any sort of expectations set in the movie. That way I can just walk into a fit film and see if it likes, I like it or not. So have that real visceral feeling. That's what I'm shooting for. I was going to say, I did watch the trailer and I did like it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. that's good. See, yeah. I, see, I'm wondering though how you would have been differently if you hated the trailer and you probably would have never wanted to see the movie. I don't know. That's interesting. So that's another reason why I don't watch trailers because they ruin movies. And it's also oversaturated. Come on. I think so. I mean, it's an oversaturation piece of it that you get kind of bored and you you end up watching three, four different trailers. Also with teasers, you end up showing a lot of these big points in the movie. Right now, we're we're talking about Terminator uh, Genesis is coming out this week and. The whole movie That's, is probably ruined by the trailer. Yeah, that is true. I would definitely say that teasers are better than trailers. So was it's interesting to say. So yeah, let's uh, wrap up. You know what we're watching, and uh, Guillermo actually found a really cool article of now that Game of Thrones is over, and we have to wait for it. What else can we be looking forward to, Guillermo? So I have two different lists. Um, one is saying at least top. Top 10 shows. Hmm. Uh, Obvious Child is number 10. Um, it's saying that it's from... Kind of like similar to... Let's see. 
Mm-hmm. Obvious child. What what network is that? Doesn't say. It's just saying that it's from this chick called uh, Jenny Slate. She was in Parks and Recreation. Okay. Um, it's well, a movie, actually. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, yeah, it's a movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, dude, actually, Obvious Child, the movie? No joke. No joke. One of my better friends from high school is one of the actors in that movie. Yeah, so it's saying that you should definitely... If you definitely go see this movie. Yeah. That's funny. Jake Lacey is Jake, one of the first names that come yeah, up. Yeah. Jake Lacey. I went to high school with him. Oh, really? I directed him in a high school play. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was one of... Well, I wouldn't call him a best friend, but he was a good friend. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, cool, Yeah, totally. Jake Lacey was also in The Office and yep. Balls Out, as yep. well as Better With You. It, it's... Honestly, it's kind of weird watching him, especially when it came to The Office, because... My mom was like, hey, Jake Lacey's on The Office, like, you should watch it. Like, you knew him, blah, blah, blah. And I watched it, and it was like, watching him yeah. on The Office? And I, I actually turned off the episode about... Oh, really? Yeah, I watched like 10 minutes and turned it off because I couldn't I couldn't disconnect myself from it. Okay. So number nine, All From Black. Okay, we talked about that. Yeah. This one is really good. I saw the first two episodes of the first season, and it's very interesting. Um, it's saying here that it has a lot of uh, holy shit happening. You're like, holy shit, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite moment. Um, number eight, Penny Dreadful. Nice. Which we all love. Yes. Well, I, I've and never by all, I mean Jesse. Uh, no, and by all, I mean. Just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah just I've never heard, heard of it until that, tonight. That, that, Even Josh is looking at us like, what? It's a free I know, I know what it is. People have been suggesting it to me, but. Do it. I've been so caught up in Arkham Knight and then working and then... Yeah. No, just do it. Do it! Do it! Just do it! Are, are, are we going to talk about uh, freaking what we watched tonight or... Oh, Wait, no. give me one sec. So, number seven is Intruders, a BBC show. Uh, okay. Apparently, it's going to be... Um, it's saying that it's going to be like the next week's thing. Um, rectify? See, I've never heard Sundance, of any of these Sundance shows. Channel. I'm not going to watch any of these. Yeah, I'm not going to watch, watch any of these. Outlander. Stars. Is that like Highlander? Well, is Outlander like the film? Anybody? Nobody? Outlander the film. No? Sci-fi guy crashes in Viking era and has to kill a dragon? Come on. No, this doesn't look like anything. <laughs> Outlander! It's so good. I'm not, I'm not, it's like one of those, it's so bad, it's good kind of. Oh no! Wait, movies. yeah, it could be. Let's see. Outlander wants to be the next Game of Thrones minus the dragons. It's from the best-selling book series, and it is a time-traveling romance to Scotland. Yep. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's a. It's a guy it. from the future who crash lands in like medieval era and has to deal with it. That's okay. interesting that they're making it into a TV series. Yeah. Number three, uh, the strain. Which oh yeah, uh, Mel a lot was of people. About that too. Yeah, Melanie yeah. was talking about it. Yeah, um, I watched a few episodes. Did you like it? It was pretty good. The oh. leftovers. I just like didn't get caught up in it. Yeah, the left so the leftovers from HBO. Never heard of that. Um, and then watch summer movies. Uh, that we that have gone by already. Dawn of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I liked it. Guardians awesome. of the Galaxy, awesome. and Snowpiercer. It's gonna Not be like. So good. I liked Snowpiercer. 
I, I was trying to watch that movie. I couldn't find it. But uh, it's it's okay. It's on Netflix. It's okay. I couldn't find it. It's on Netflix. Is it, I, when has it gotten taken down? You never know. I think it may have been taken down. Do you have the uh, other list that you want to read? Other up? list is a little shorter. Okay. It's uh, Spartacus. It's, it's on Netflix. A really good show. The bad thing about this show, though, is that it's... It's 300, the show. No, actually... <laughs> hey, that's a great this, movie. So, at some point, we were talking about uh, not having sitcoms anymore, that Jesse brought up that it's more... as a huge movie, cut up in pieces, and that's how Spartacus is. It's a really good show. I loved the show, but I stopped watching because there's... I mean, at this point, it's, it's no spoiler alert the main character, Spartacus, died in real life. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's a really young guy. He died of uh, either Hodgkin's lymphoma or non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And, you know, the show had a huge cult following. It's a really, really good show. And they were like, well, you know, we have to keep going. So they did season one, phenomenal. He... He was uh, diagnosed with that at the end of season one, so they made a prequel for season two hmm. to set up the universe. And then season three, he was okay, so he came back, he finished it, and he died after season three. <laughs> so they kept going with two extra seasons with another guy, and I loved the show and the character so much that I could not keep going. But apparently it's really good. I've mm. heard good things from the last two seasons, so... That's a tough thing. Is Spartacus um, the one that has Lucy Lawless in it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I have heard You remember things. when we were first talking about um, Game of Thrones and you said that you liked it because it was smart people, smart, smart people trying to outsmart each other? Yeah. That's what this show is. Well... It's in, this, in that same vein. Um, then it's saying Modern Family, which I've never... Scene. Oh, watch man. that fucking I But it's saying that if you it. like Modern Family and you're missing it, you should definitely watch Trophy Wife, which I did watch, and it's freaking hilarious. Love Wait, you haven't family. watched any of Modern Family? No. I've watched at least so season good. one and two. I've like, seen just, it's good. It's it. witty. It's clever. Nope. It's fun. I, I can tell you one thing that it drives me nuts, and you'll, you'll focus on it, and you won't be able to watch it again. What is it? The camera will not stop moving. Hmm. Yeah, it does that. not stop moving. It keeps zooming in and out. It keeps shaking. It's like they wanted to do office style, uh, the office style, but they overdo it. And it's like nobody would sit there and keep zooming in and out. It drives me nuts. From the oh. very first moment I started watching the show, like my friend made me watch it. He's like, "Yeah, this one, this show is really funny." And I was like, "I'm nauseous because this is this oh, really? stop moving." I never seen any of it. Actually, I, I've, I've heard that review, and if you go on YouTube and you look at, uh, if you do a Modern Family, uh, what's it called, Motion Fix, there's a whole series on net, on YouTube of that, where they do, and they do this for The Office too, where they fix the shaky cam, mm -hmm. and they make it a steady cam. And it's interesting to watch. It's like uh, they also do Big Bang Theory with no laugh track. <laughs> oh, interesting. And that's fascinating. Those are just those are just awkward. Yeah, like because they have all those sitcoms have like you know the pauses for. I love the Modern Family. I 
thoroughly enjoy that actor. It makes me sick. Phil Dumphy, man? Come on. Phil Dumphy's awesome. Come on. It's probably a funny show, but I can't watch it without getting sick. What's on, uh, what else is on the list, Guillermo? No, I was saying something along the lines of um, House of Cards, 24. Um, I haven't watched season three of House of Cards. I need to. It's start. good. House of Cards is good. Is it? I heard it was terrible. And that's why no, I it's good. Got into it. It, not spoiling it. It's good. It's, it's... So the first two seasons, it's a build-up to what season three is. But season three, instead of being the we're here, we're gonna dominate. I, I can't, that's all I can say without spoiling it. Um, it's more of a downward spiral that he can't control. Isn't season three the end of the series though? Or did they say they're gonna I do I think they're gonna four? do one or two more. Really? Yeah, oh, okay. I think so. But if it ends there, I think it's okay. Hmm. <laughs> um, but it's, it, it, I liked it. Because I loved season one and two, and then when I heard that season three just wasn't good enough, I couldn't bring myself to watch it because I liked where I was left. No, but it's it, it's like, I don't know, it's like Godfather 3. Nobody liked it because there's no build-up to being the Godfather, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the downward spiral of, we're here, we made it, now what? You know? And that's what happens with season three of House of Cards. He's there, he's a president. Okay. And then it's just that everything that he did to get there it's starts to falling apart. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's I think it's interesting. It's awesomely acted. I need to um, watch a show, an episode of it. It's good. I need to start. I'm a slacker. Cool? Well, we're going to wrap up uh, from all this here. We're actually going to move into our feature, what we're talking about, of True Detective. Season 2, maybe even a little bit of Season 1, depending on where the conversation goes. You guys ready? Yes. Sure. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. talking about uh, True Detective Season 2, um, Episodes 1 and 2. Um, and just as a disclaimer, this will be a spoiler section, so if you're not caught up with the show yet, I wouldn't suggest listening to this, because you're probably going to be spoiled. And some stuff happens pretty crazy in this episode, so let's talk about it a little bit more. So now that we're actually in Vinci, uh, so we're in this made-up town that's actually in California, we're going to be introduced to a bunch of different characters. You got Ray, um, that's going to be played by Colin Farrell. Um, you got Antigone, who's also going to, is being played by Rachel McAdams. Oh, so hot. Mm. Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. 
you have Vince Vaughn plays the character of Frank. Uh, then lastly, you have Taylor Kitsch, who's being played by a character named Paul. Uh, and they're all their lives gonna be intermingled once they come up to find a guy named by the name of Ben Casper. Apparently, is a city manager of Vinci, and everything starts getting pretty crazy. So, what do you guys think? So I'm not. I haven't watched True Detective at all. So I'm just a True Detective virgin. Okay. <laughs> I saw episode one of season two uh, yesterday. Um, and I watch it because I'm like, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter if I haven't seen the first one. So I'm just going to go ahead and see the second one. Um, and I liked it. Maybe. <laughs> because the thing is that it, 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 they drop you in this occurrence. Like, you, you just, it opens with everything is already established. Things are in motion. You're, you're just at the wrong in the wrong moment I guess you drop in the wrong moment and you start going from there that's how I felt and it's a little disorienting at first it's like what the hell is happening here like who are these people like what's going on but don't you feel like you are also a detective trying to piece this story together and makes it a little bit more interesting so I gotta say I never watched the first season Today I watched the second episode and I didn't even watch the first episode, which I'm going to do as soon as I get home tonight. But I was so... The entire formatting, the entire mood, the entire tone, I'm not going to lie, I was so reminded of Lost. The, the ABC oh, show Lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the most... Com and the characters... I'm not going to say that the show is bad. I fucking love Lost. But it reminded me of that same sort of format where every single character is trying to hide a secret doesn't want to talk about it and it's like it's it's funny because none of them want to tell anything nobody wants to say anything and it's like that kind of like in real life nobody does that yeah. nobody acts yeah. like that like really but it's good television I don't know if necessarily people don't act like that in real life I think some people are like that Personally, I don't like people knowing my personal business. So if I had something to hide, which I don't, if I did, it might act like that. Uh, I think the this <laughs> season especially is set up in a really cool style. It's very noir style. Yes. In between the scenes where you get this, the wide city shots and, like, the factories and all that, it does a good job of establishing kind of, like, this tone. And I like that all the characters are all kind of, like, you're trying to figure out not only what happened to Casper, but you're trying to figure out what happened to these people that made them the way they are. Yeah. Because you haven't seen the first episode yet, Jesse, but... In the first episode, they set up a really good story for how Colin Farrell got there, and he, uh, they don't really give it all away. They just kind of set up, they're like, here's how it started, and now here's where he is, and they're kind of setting that in motion for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think the reason why I didn't like, uh, well, I, I, not liking it is not, a, it's not, no. I love the show. It's just that the first few minutes you're like what's happening here yeah or even halfway through the the first episode you're like 
what, what's going on? Um, and I don't feel like a detective. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those movie-watching people that don't think ahead. I'm like, you take me where you want to go, you know? Well, I, I, don't, I, don't try to, I don't try to be one step ahead. I'm like, just, you take me to the ride. You know, go. See, I kind of like the detective work. Yeah. And like I was saying with Lost, like, I kind of like the, like, not knowing and like, oh, this is curious and like these... And when I say, like, the characters are, like, totally not realist, like, nobody would ever be like, hey, are you compromised? And close the door, like, no, you're gonna say something. Like, you're, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, and I enjoy that in television, but I just think it's funny to see that format again, that kind of mystery, and it is a very noir show. What I was thinking when I was watching the show is, like, how... How many cities, big cities, are that way? That you know, we go to the mall, we go to whatever the grocery shop, the grocery shopping, and it, everything is very, you know, normal and whatever. But there are those crooks and crannies of the city that nobody knows. Yeah. Like the different layers and things are happening and you don't even know and you know, even uh, uh, there's a lot of scenes at at, at a bar. Like we, somebody could be drinking there, not knowing that they're making a multi-million dollar, you know, uh, back alley back yeah. alley deal yeah. in that bar. So that I liked about it a lot. That the the city feels small enough that you feel like, holy shit, these people live in, in could be here in where we live right now. You know, I um, mean, I I think the reason why I like this episode, like I mean, season uh season one, I freaking loved, and it was a very very small cast with just Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. So in order to to have them kind of, and you liked those characters a lot, and we also obviously like throughout the entire series, we got like a lot of backstory, and then even more towards when they talk about his wife is cheating on him with his best friend. Is this one? different in terms of how it's shot and how it's presented that the first season? A little bit. Yeah. Um, it's a little darker, like, more the noir style. Okay. Rather than the first one kind of had... The first season is similar, but it's... I don't know. It's It just feels a little different because it's more out in, like, wooded areas and it's more themed around... The bayou. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of like the bayou. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I mean, you can definitely see on this one, the characters are so flawed. Yeah. Like, they're, like, flawed as humans. Yeah, that's one... That's another thing that really draws me to the show because they feel more... And it's kind of messed up, but the majority of the people that I feel are to protect and serve us are the most kind of messed up people. And I know it sounds kind of weird, but... You know, you got Paul, who's a war veteran, but he's all sorts of kind of messed up that something happened to him before yep. the war, and now they kind of mention it in this uh, show. So I was like, all right, what's kind of going on with him? Out in the desert. Yeah, yeah, in the desert, yeah. So then you got, you know, Ray, who is, I guess, arguably one of the best detectives, but he's super crooked and yep. he's super dirty. So now you're trying to figure out, I was like, if he's the best detective, how is and he even And even the wife there? was like, you used to be so good. Yeah. What so, made you so bad? And I'm wondering, like, kind of going back to that of 
what really happened with after his wife got raped and you know he has his son what the heck did he do to the guy if it was him and Frank kind of mentioned that just a little bit also so that makes me like trying to figure out like seeing more and more information so as we're simultaneously trying to figure out what the heck's going on with these five characters because Frank is coming off of a little bit of uh, Kingpin from Daredevil to me. I don't know if anybody else got yeah. that vibe. Oh, yeah. 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 Except he's, yeah. like, when the whole series starts out, he's kind of on a downward spiral because yeah. now he's fucked because Casper's dead. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is awesome. So we found that out now. So it was like, oh, he's going to be, like, a side. He's going to be, like, kind of big and bad and up at the top where all these other detectives trying to figure out what's going on. Well, no, he's in the shit with him. Yeah. Also trying to solve this mystery, like, behind the back. So it's interesting to see we're trying to learn about these characters, get their backstories, and even with Paul's like mom, which was kind of weird, I think. That was yeah. weird. That, that was, was some super, weird. There was some, some weird, super weird vibes. It was like, uh, I don't know about that, but like even with like Paul and Aren't we're getting Paul more, more back, I don't, I don't oh. think so. So it's nice to be able to try to figure out uh, what's going on with these four characters, but at the same time trying to figure out how they're going to solve what's been going, what's happened to Casper now with the acid, and I mean that autopsy was rough. Yeah, that was rough. That was was tough. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's the coolest part about it is that you have the overarching storyline but then you have all the other character pieces and I feel like they're kind of pieces they chop up pieces (laughs) okay alright shotgun to the Uh, dick but then they're I feel like they're they're laying a lot of little clues and trying to see if people are picking up on them so like the desert and then you know all these other little pieces like that probably has to do with his backstory his mom being kind of Messed yeah, up and good. You can have your own room. Just yeah, it was before. like uh, uh, weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I actually didn't watch the first season, but is there an actual detective story? Like, can the audience figure out the show before the season finale, or is it more like, like, is it like Clue or? You some people actually had. They said at least they told me that they figured it out. Last ep- last season before uh, we get so there. that's possible because mm-hmm. it's not like Scooby Doo where you know they're like oh surprise it it's was always the old, it's always the old <laughs> white guy yeah. the old white guy yeah always the old white guy uh, yeah he's the the main villain is there the whole time. <laughs> Okay. But he doesn't show up often enough for you to be like, oh, it's a split. Yeah, but at least you're so seeing like, the character. Was, it was like a little guy puzzle under the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Right, cool. Um, ten episodes like Game of Thrones, or it was eight. It was eight. Yeah. Damn. Eight hours. Okay. Yeah, you, you I can think, do that in one day. Yeah, yeah, I think this is like you know we've been talking about this off the the podcast, but I think that's that's just the way to go now. Go to you know. Do like a huge movie and break it up in eight parts, and I I think that's the way to go. Um, I'm watching also uh, Agents of Shield, and that's a traditional TV shot. Twenty six episodes. Twenty six episodes. Half hour so piece. long. Because so you you long. end up doing filler episodes. You end up doing and those like, are garbage throwaway episodes yep. that don't yep. matter. Yep. 
Whereas if you do a series of, like, Game of Thrones, that's ten episodes. Or eight episodes. Like, that's insane that this show is eight episodes. And, like, that to me is, that's the future. Is If you can do a movie in eight episodes, there you go. And that's why, I, I mean, I like it because you can easily able to try to fit something into 26 episodes. That's fine. But maybe it's like really trying to condense it down and say, hey, you have eight or ten episodes to do. We tell you this huge story that everybody's going to get behind and just really enjoy it. Like, oh, man, I really, you just introduced me to so much that happened in Game of Thrones this season that nobody even kind of thought of. Like, I really like the fact that I, can't, I can commend them for that. And, and it's true kind of, detective is awesome. And it's also really, uh, from from what I like, is that you... Somebody takes their time in building these characters up and you go in deep of what they're thinking, why why they're thinking it, and on 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 regular television, it's kind of what Jess is saying. You get so much filler that you sometimes forget what happened. Like you have the recap episode in like yeah. season three, or like you have bottle episodes where it's like you're sitting in like in an enclosed room and they just recap everything. Yeah. Or like it, you end up getting these throwaway episodes in the traditional 26 episode seasons that like cause I don't know have you guys any of you guys watched Fringe Mm-mm. I've watched it a couple I loved Fringe but Fringe was that way Fringe had a really really overarching story that you see in episode 1 of season 1 and then episode 10 of season one and then episode four of season three and it's so it's, it's it was too much going on yeah. it was a good show but it was too much going on I'd rather have the broken down eight ten episodes well, or even the Sherlock Holmes I was gonna say three, oh, I, three episodes. Actually prefer, I, yeah. I prefer standalone episodes I prefer like so in terms of television I prefer the classic Twilight Zone oh, every episode stands alone that's true. Far more than I prefer a long-standing plot. Okay. And you can you have, say you prefer that? I prefer that. I prefer standalone, like... Because you can have, again, I'm gonna... Well, no, Lost is a bad example. But, like, I'm trying to think of a show that had... X-Files, for example, had standalone episodes with glimmers of a long-standing plot. But you could watch, I could turn into season two, episode five, and enjoy the episode as it is. And sure, there's a glimmer of like the long-standing plot there, but I could appreciate the episode by itself. And Lost had a couple of those. For example, like The Constant, or um, shoot, uh, La Fleur mm-hmm. on Lost. Like there are standalone episodes that you can watch and fucking love the episode for what it is, and there are glimmers of like a long plot, but that's how I appreciate television. Like, if I can see a show that can do, like, or even uh, Star Trek is very good with that, where you can have really good standalone episodes, but they're still talking about like data and next generation, and that's part of a long overarching theme, but it's not the dominating, like, I don't have to watch the last five episodes to appreciate one episode. Yep. So I would talk about here, kind of mentioning uh, True Detective, like this episode in particular. 
Who saw the ending coming? No, not at all. <laughs> Anybody? I no. saw it when he walked into the house. Really? Yeah. Once he was I, walking in there, I thought something was gonna happen. I didn't know he was gonna get. I I had I had a feeling that something was going to like propel the story. So whatever this is, I was like, oh cool! Like he just found like this other house that Ben Casper apparently owns. I mean, if and anything, I thought that something was going to happen to him that he was going to get deeper in the other side, like the hanging, like the the corruption side of the... Yeah. I thought it was going to be something that he will have to kill somebody or find something that he's going to keep to himself and then he couldn't kind of like hold it as a bargaining chip and but still be more deep into the badness of it. Um, I did not see him get shut down at all. Yeah, like... I, I thought was, I was like, oh, maybe he turns around. He's and he gets a, yeah, of course. But like, maybe he turns around and it's like, oh, cool. He's actually gonna like kill. I, I thought for sure he was gonna kill the person that killed Ben Casper. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's over. But he got shot. Yeah. Twice with a shotgun. See, I and thought he was get... with the animal mask. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's the weird part is like, well, is this Casper... gonna go into like some kind of weird cult thing? Almost no, Casper like, likes to ban uh, animals. I guess. Maybe if it relates back to the first season, it's kind of a cool thing. See, that's what I was. That's what I was uh, talking about uh, before we uh, started. Was like, oh man, that kind of that's kind of weird. Like those animal faces, it's kind of odd. Yeah. Is it is it like a, a callback from the first season? A little bit, a little bit. And I noticed that one of them was missing, so I was like, oh, so somebody's definitely in that house with them. Maybe the writer is just really into furry. <laughs> hey, hey man, like, well, it's another one of those things. It's like you caught that there was one missing. So there's like those little detective clues right beforehand that you're like, oh, yeah. I can kind well, of like, the next so uh, you notice when he walks up, he walks into the house, there's a Cadillac right behind him, there's a small little close up shot on that Cadillac. So that's yeah, another, yeah, that's, a, that a, that's a cue com- a cue comes up. And you go in like the music's playing, so clearly somebody's already in the house. And then you see that there's a mask already missing. So I was like, all right, once you tie all that together, something's kind of going on. I'm not entirely sure what it. Is. Oh shit! You just got shot. Damn. <laughs> all right. Well, now I'm excited for next Sunday because what the hell's going on? And I'm really interested to see. A lot of people think that it's a slow build-up. I really love this kind of, like, TV. Yeah. No, I can I really this, yeah. I can really get into the this. slow burn. Yeah, exactly. Especially when, you know, Frank at the beginning, that's what I thought, like, oh, man, it's like a weird kingpin-ish sort of, these rats are biting at your fingers and you smash it. Oh, that's so and, oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so but, like, good. All these, that's these cool crazy. callbacks and even, like, him staring at the ceiling and just being, like, picturing something else in the image. But it's like... It's fucking Daredevil right yeah, there. Yeah, it's Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I thought it was yeah. Kingpin. I thought it was pretty cool. Cool. You guys want to sign off? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, this is Down to Front Podcast again. Uh, feel free. We'll be talking about True Detective uh, Season 2, Episode 1 and 2. Uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, feel free to email us at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter, which is underscore D I F P Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. It's, it's fancy apparently. That's how, that's how you have to say it. With, with the pinky out. Too. With the yes. pinky out. So hashtag pinky out to actually talk about this episode. That'll be pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm going to do that from now on. Uh, and then we actually do no, have a subreddit. What was the uh, Twitter again? Because I. Yeah, I guess. Oh, you were talking uh, about it. God damn it. Is it down in front podcast? No, the Twitter is underscore oh. D-I-F-P. 
underscore D-I-F. Wait, was Down in Front Podcast? Because if it's our Gmail, then you might as well... Shut up, Jesse. It's already me. <laughs> just saying. Shut up. Logistically, that, that So, kind of... here we go. That's going to be our Twitter <laughs> handle. Uh, we also have a subreddit, which is also pretty cool. So, feel free. We're going to be posting a lot of different reviews. Wait, what's the subreddit? That we don't necessarily talk about just yet. <laughs> so, any movies that we don't talk about in the actual uh, podcast, like for today, we'll talk about that. Reddit is actually an internet website, kind of like a, you know, uh, Tumblr. I only Facebook. use Dig. I only use oh, Dig. I, I don't know that it's Tumblr. Our subreddit is uh, our subreddit is down in front. So feel, feel free to come pop in there. We got You'll down. See. Wait, we, we got down in front. We yes. did. Wow. That's Do we have a MySpace? We don't have a MySpace because no one fucking Christ, uses man. that actual shit. Have you seen the redesign? <laughs> I, I actually haven't. I'll pull it up right now. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Call us. We was, uh, call us. Down in front, guys. Wait, don't don't down, call that do, number. Do Please don't number. call that number. Do we have a Google Voice? Like, can they reach us a, a Google Voice? We do not have a Google Voice. We'll what take a look fuck, and man? see what we can try to do here. Uh, but that's our show. Uh, again, my name's Warren. I'm Jesse. I'm Jesse. You're not Jesse. I'm Jesse, I'm Jesse. too. <laughs> And I'm Josh. <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night. <laughs> I'm Kieran. Well, there today, yeah. I'm Kieran. We in the storm. Of life is raging. Stand by me, love.